Greetings and salutations, my pack. It's your hellacious howler, Wolf the Dog, and I am shouting at you live from 694.2 PTBP. My screams can be heard no matter where you are, as long as you are tuned into the very good numbers. That's how radios work, I think. The one thing that always works is the adoration of the public. It just gets my crawdads boiling. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is from Josh in Maryland. They tweeted about the show and tagged at PretendingPod. Wow, thanks Josh. I really appreciate it. They write, Thank you all for your excellent show. I cannot wait to see what season two brings. You introduced me to Delta Green, and I've made that all of my friends' problems. So far, they have sustained major casualties in both Lover in the Ice and The Last Equation. Shout out to Death Watch and the Raven Inquisition, the best friends to play an RPG with. Damn, Josh. Thank you, my child. We here at PTBP love it when you make something you love everyone else's problem. Just ask all of my friends. I have literally so many of these things called friends. I'm definitely not super lonely sitting in this studio for all time with only my producer and dog, Wolf the Dog. I definitely don't long to share a warm garbage parfait with another under the flickering lights in the parking lot of the long-abandoned supermarket called Cream for Less. The stars and moon casting an otherworldly glow upon our yogurt-covered claws and maws. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't care about none of that. <clears throat> well, uh, if you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, tag at Pretending Pod on the internet, or write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and holler at us about it. Say it loud to the person on your left, at Pretending Pod. Now say it loud to the person on your right, at Pretending Pod. Say it out loud to your friend Beth's dad. Say it out loud to your fest-drend Brad. At Pretending Pod. And now, the news. Last time, Lafayette J. Honeycutt landed on the roof of the Great Chauffeur Party building with his Fuck your Gravity machine. He then came face to face with a otherworldly creature. It scuttled across the top of the building toward him as he failed miserably at an attempt to pop down to ground level. The lit tower rained down a bevy of debris, including a burning timber that drove checkers down and pinned him into the snowdrift. Thankfully, Harvey Brewer was nearby to help his future cult leader and in a downpour of good luck, Honeycutt blasted the flying monsters with a jetpack fart to the face and flipped down next to Harvey and Checkers with ease. Meanwhile, Elden Ring became Dark Soul. That led to Mr. Soul being shot by his ex-leader, Checkers. This was, of course, followed by the sounds of screaming, electrical discharge, and the air being being absolutely filled with the buzzing of these twisted winged beasts with pulsating crinulations across their jagged heads. It's a swarm, y'all. 
And now, for the first time, a brand new song here for 694.2 PTBP. It's Isabel Crane with Hollow. I didn't know a body could be hollow before its blood ran cold. I didn't know. That the wind could sow through tissue and ragged bone. You were hollow and you spoke to me. Hollow and you said, I thought you might be starved. So I gave you everything. I feel so low energy after your your kind of hype there. <laughs> <laughs> well, something something was said right before we cut to the thirty seconds of silence that made Scott. <laughs> Literally say the phrase, Jesus wept. (laughs) (laughs) And it reminded me, uh, we used to play Bible trivia when our Sunday school teacher didn't have anything prepared for us on Sunday morning. And Bible trivia was a game that was like, you know, trivial pursuit, whatever is in a box. And so we'd bust it out and play. And the question was, what is the shortest verse in the Bible? And my friend's younger sister said, enthusiastically as anyone has ever proclaimed any two words, Jesus wiped! Jesus wiped. (laughs) Nice. Jesus used the three shells. (laughs) The three shells. Yeah, he didn't come to wash away mankind's sins, just to wipe them away, <laughs> just smudge them a bit. Yeah, from from back to front, too. Jesus was a freak. Yeah, and they didn't have bidets back then, so... <laughs> oh, my God. And for you listening at home, if you don't have a bidet... We're not living in Jesus times anymore. You can get one. They're relatively inexpensive, and it keeps your butthole happy. Brought to you by, I'm Googling, Bidet Company. (laughs) (laughs) We need to reach out. If we could get a sponsor for the podcast that wasn't like just like Bomba Socks or whatever every time, it would be cool if we were just exclusively sponsored by a bidet brand. Brought to you by- Take socks, though, too. (laughs) Brought to you by Tushy. Uh, Oh, that's a good one. Today only, if you type in the code PTBP um, and then delete it off there, you can buy, if you buy two bidets, you can save $90 at tushy.com. And if you use honey, it'll probably. <laughs> if, if your asshole could speak, it would thank you. Oh, that's a hell of a tagline. <laughs> Thomas, what do you think about that? Our Jimmy John's came, Scott. We've got, we've got delicious Jimmy John's incoming. That was freaky fast. That was freaky Sorry, fast. You're, 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 your, your sandwich place is called Jimmy Jones. Jimmy John's, yep. Oh, Jimmy John's. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Jimmy Jones. I was <laughs> expecting it to come with flavor aid. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. The Jim Jimmy Jones. Jones. <laughs> this could be like some special Patreon content where it's exactly. just like eating sounds for 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> the, God. the dibbying up of sandwiches. So we literally have to split off in our very first episode. There's a doorbell that rings like four minutes into our very first 
first recording, Jimmy Johns just showed up at the door and Luke went <laughs> to the door and the guy was like, what are you guys up to today? And Luke was like, oh, we're playing a role playing game. And the guy was like, oh, sweet. Have you ever heard of Delta Green? <laughs> And Luke was like, dude, I'm not kidding. That is what what we're we're playing. playing. (laughs) Brilliant. And then I didn't say like, hey, we're recording. You should listen to this thing that will come out in two years. (laughs) Well, that that guy was Joe. He's on the podcast. Can I play? It was called Jimmy Joe's back then. What are we going to Hoover down a few Take take your time. I I, I don't want to see any of you choking to death trying to get to the game in a hurry. It's a horror game, Scott. Psychic attack! Psychic attack! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, I think everyone stopped crunching chips. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Fantastic. (laughs) Does someone want to do a recap and then... Then we can move on to the, the the death. There was a heavy betrayal. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> Luke really betrayed me. <laughs> <laughs> but then, kind of a reconciliation, sorta. I don't know what happened at the end there, where he was first dating you after I having know, shot it's you. It's wild. Well, I was pissed that you. I could feel you betraying me in real time, and then I was still. I didn't want to kill you, but I had to stop you psychic attacking me. I'd like to read something from the psychic attack part of the Pulp Cthulhu Mm -hmm. handbook. It says, I can... Okay, Sounds I can... like you're making it up already. <laughs> I'll read the whole thing then, I guess. It says that I can. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. Uh, the psychic may attempt a psychic attack if the target is in line of sight. If the initial opposed power roll is failed, the psychic hero may attempt another power roll on their turn in the following round. The second attempt effectively works like a pushed roll. If the second attempt fails, the target of the attack can never be targeted again by the same psychic. Wow. Huh. So I don't know if you read that, Scott, as like two psychic attacks back to back in one combat. Okay, so then I've done it once. So if I do do it it again again, and fail, then I'll never be able to psychic attack you ever again. And then that would restore my trust in you. <laughs> yeah, so so don't think of it as a sucky attack. Think of it as an inoculation. Right. <laughs> oh, and if I fail, it works like a pushed roll. So something suitably bad happens. Possible consequences might include bleeding from ears and eyes, sanity loss, and instant delusion, incapacitation by shaking and spasms, etc. Nice. I like etc. too. Mm. Yeah, etc. sounds et crazy. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, that could be bad, huh? Hmm. Could be bad. But I'm sure you wouldn't be silly enough to do that, would you? (laughs) God, no. There's no way of telling, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So, shall we open up with that then, with the two of you down there in the cellar, uh, patching things up both figuratively and literally? But, but why? Why did you do it? I, I, you should join, join us. I'm not sure what any of it is. I don't know what the invention is. I don't know what that thing was. I don't know what you're trying to get me to join. Well, you didn't you didn't know what anything was before, and you were still the face of that. Fair enough. <laughs> he, his mind has been uh, changed. <laughs> <laughs> Delta. Green. <laughs> well, let's. I mean, we got you patched up as much as I can do right here, but. I'm feeling much better, thank you. There's probably a doctor Friend. 
there's scientists and a- academics and everything. There's got to be a doctor. Hey, I want you to know, just because you're no longer my master does not mean what? that we cannot be friends. Huh? I can teach <laughs> you the ways of no. this creature, and I'm, you can learn. But I'm in charge, though. Assuredly, but you can learn <laughs> from me. Hmm. I think you're lose, you lost a lot of blood or something. You're not making no sense. <laughs> I, and I think with that as well, you can start hearing all the screaming and crying and strange you know, crashing sounds from outside. A little bit of uh, Checker's charm pops into his head and he's like, hey, they're missing us out there. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of uh, Monica in my life. Right. <laughs> a little bit no. of Sandra and the sun. A little bit of Jessica. <laughs> Uh, I help you walk up the stairs, and we're, we'll head out of this horrifying dungeon. Thank you, friend. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, upstairs, Lafayette and Harvey, you'd heard all the chaos as well from deeper within the building. What are you doing? I was having a bout of not feeling so great mentally. Oh, Am I still yes. having that? You are. Yeah, absolute panic. You've got to get out of here as soon as possible, and... I mean, you know where the front door is. I mean, yeah. If if you run out of there, I'm sure you'll be fine. I'm charging ahead. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Lafayette can see Harvey just legging it down the corridor, full speed away from him. How many legs? Yeah, I was gonna ask. <laughs> <laughs> I started with thirteen. You didn't know that. <laughs> He's running at a, a, what? Just over a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> He's this done that <laughs> in like the same direction that the creature just flew off, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's running towards the chaos. Lafayette looks down like either side of the hallway, and then closes the door behind him and locks it. Like while nice. you're in the room. Yeah. And then he starts. Then he starts going through the shit in Cicero's room. Well, I mean, the the, the shit in Cicero's room largely consists of. Blood-splattered furnishings, blood-splattered bedding, blood-splattered carpet, uh, blood-splattered corpse, uh, the syringe and the uh, the strange liquid. Mm, uh, blood-splattered ceiling, blood-splattered light fixtures. Blood-splattered love letters he was never sent you. <laughs> <laughs> I try to open any blood-splattered drawers or cabinets and find, you know, is there anything in his bedside table? Any any super sentimental knickknack that I can take to just really rub in <laughs> the world's, you know, I guess I wouldn't show it off huh? too much, but still. You would know. I would go. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh gosh, what kinds of knickknacks might he have? Yeah, I guess there's a, a, a lock of, of blonde hair that's tied with a ribbon that's, that's <laughs> Was his wife? I see that, and I, I look at it, and I kind of toss it away, and I see, like, propped up next to the bed is that stupid self-playing violin, and I take that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I, um... It's out of tune already. <laughs> and I, I look at the weird, you know, the stuff he was injecting. I, I can see the track marks on his arms and shit. Um, mm. And I uh, I pocket that as well. Okay. And then are are you two running up those same stairs out of that wardrobe? Yeah, I think yeah, at this we are. point the two of them do burst out of the wardrobe. Uh, well, hello, chaps. We gotta go help or something. What are you doing? As oh, well, screams are coming from the... <laughs> what's what's down there? I don't know, something bad. Oh, wh- where we just came from. Yeah. 
something bad. You did you see it fly out of there? It's gone. Yes, it, that was down there, and it took him. He's fucked up because he's thinking that that thing's his master. But the I new am. invention of Cicero okay, so, Mordaunt's going to change the world, you know. And he's saying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just like everybody down there. It's going to change the world, you know? Also, the last branch, no, 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 you should get in it. early Stress because it's about to take off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. God damn it, no. Lafayette J. Honeycutt is about to take off. He did take off in his amazing jetpack. Right. Well, I don't know who and that is, David. I, I am Lafayette Jalicut. What? <laughs> the whole time? He, yeah, he parts his hair to the other side. And I, and I, I uh, Checkers recalls, he's like, I've seen him in the magazines. That's right, you have. I am the best inventor. You're the in second in- best inventor on earth. <laughs> well, and then I see uh, him. I'm like, well, the best now. I was the best before. You, I made this kick-ass jetpack. Can you invent us something to get out of here alive? A jetpack! <laughs> uh, us, not you. So, Honeycut, does that mean that I, I I, am the vessel that followed through with the energy focus in order to make you the successful man uh, without any sort of uh, rival to speak of? This is exactly what I was saying. He's lost it. <laughs> If so, I think any invention that you come up with tonight and show off could change the world, you know? <laughs> oh, well, have you seen my jetpack? I kind of turn around <laughs> and I like, I flash it to him. I'm like, eh? Ah, ah. <laughs> Is it cool? <laughs> it's very cool. I think if you want to work out how cool this is, you'd have to lick it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mind? Yeah, I, I let him. I also give him like just a little push. Like I spread a little flame out the back. Ooh. Just, like revving the engine, just a little. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah. Look at that. I think with all the blood and tissue around, there's just this brief smell of cooking meat. Yeah, just like singes <laughs> and. <laughs> Well, we we gotta get him to a doctor and and figure out what the hell's going on out there. Well, it sounds like a lot of people are screaming and dying out there. So, what if we just stayed in here? That was sort of my plan. Well, and what? Wait for them to come to us? No, wait for everything to leave. They know we're up here. That thing had holes drilled in its head, and it's mad. It seemed like it just wanted to get out of here. It it's gone. I'm going to survive. I sure hope so. I shot him. Sorry. It's okay. I I think well, I'm going you to be protected. Split up. Wait, what? Why? Okay, you take care of him then, and I, I unlock the doors and go wow, investigate Wow, he's going to be scene. deeply unsafe now. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go see what's going on out there for me? Could you do that? Yeah, I'm not going to be harmed by this creature or any of its uh, friends. So, of course, yeah, that seems fine. Perfect. You go down there and see what's going on and report back to me. Yeah, I'll let everybody you know you're up here. After, no, 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 don't, don't do that. Don't tell, uh, don't tell anyone. Uh, well, in order to make sure that tonight goes off without a hitch, everyone should know where everyone is. <laughs> you understand that tonight has just been one big hitch, right? No, it's a party. It's <laughs> <laughs> sorry. The hitches have already gone off. <laughs> I, you know, oh god. I'll just go with you two. <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> Sorry. 
Well, Harvey's got a head start, so let's catch up with him. <laughs> so, in, in your panic to get out, you've, you've run to the main stairs, and you, you, you were going to head to the exit, but now that you're on the stairs, you're beginning to come out of this panic, and you can see that it is carnage down below. There are people running around all over the place, and there are a number of these flying creatures buzzing through the air around them. A few of them are holding these devices that look a bit like cameras, maybe. The people are terrified. Some of them are trying to get outside. You can see there are a few bodies on the ground. Uh, people are getting trampled. What do you do? Has anything noticed me? Notice me. What? <laughs> Give me a luck roll. Okay. It's a 21 on a 59. Woo! I mean, a couple of people run past you up the stairs. There's some of these creatures buzzing around. But nothing seems to have taken a lively interest in you yet. But it's probably only a matter of time. Are there... Can you give me an idea of the number of these bug creature things? Is it, is it like 20 of them or is it like three or four of them? Yeah, at the moment, you're mainly looking into the, the hallway. And you can see about half dozen of them here but there's sounds of buzzing from outside uh, you hear some strange crackling noises from out there as well and there's pandemonium in the ballroom as well the band funnily enough have stopped playing at this stage <laughs> <laughs> oh no the music <laughs> <laughs> the party's not going off without a hitch if I'm starting to regain my senses at this point, uh, he's remembered that he's abandoned his employer, the person he's only supposed to protect. So he's going to look back down the hallway and see if he is followed. Yeah, I, and as you do so, you can see the others moving towards you, silhouetted by the light from Morden's room. And I'm going to try and tell him to like slow down and be quiet. Yeah, so you see that. Uh, let's just go back and lock ourselves in that room. I slow down a little bit, but I like kind of blow by Harvey, and I'm like, come, come on, you're, you'll be the most help. I grab him by the by the scruff of his collar. <laughs> hey, uh, buddy, listen, uh, there's a lot of them down there. I can't take them alone. I don't think four of us can take them either. Um, what's them? You saw that thing that came out of the cellar? I shot it. There's a lot of those. Just so you know, I shot it, and nothing happened at all. <laughs> so do you want to go fight those now? There's got to be a way. <laughs> or they could join the cult and be the most powerful members of the cult. <laughs> Where did this voice come from? <laughs> <laughs> the most powerful members you know, of the cult. cult guy. <laughs> Everything about me is a fraud, so uh, I don't really even have an actual voice. <laughs> So you're having this conversation at the top of the stairs. Unfortunately, it sounds like it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, so while you're having this conversation, you see Margaret Payne running, pursued by one of these creatures. Another one of them wields this camera-like device uh, and, and seems to be trying to point it actually in your direction. But the, this bolt of energy shoots out of it and hits the mounting for the chandelier in the, the, the hallway. And you see the chandelier come down and land on Margaret Payne, pinning her to the ground. Oh, oh Margaret. That beautiful chandelier is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> 
Checkers sees all this and um, he's thinking like, I, yeah, I shot that thing. It didn't get affected at all by my gun, but I did see uh, f- fucking not Fayetteville, Lafayette. I saw Lafayette uh, like burn one to death. Fayetteville D'Artagnan. Fayetteville. <laughs> I saw Fayetteville burn one to death. So um, because I can't move because Harvey's got his like grip on me, I pull my lighter back out and I try to just set like a, the picture on the wall on fire. Stop setting <laughs> okay. shit on fire, dude. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I, I'm just picturing in amongst all this chaos, you standing there almost casually with your arm out <laughs> like, as this picture frame slowly smolders. <laughs> My plan is to hide out in a room. I'm, I was going to lock myself in a room on the second floor and you're about to burn me out, dude. Well, I wasn't going to do that and I figured you'd just come along with us, so fire kills him. And, and while you're having this debate, oh, you can see... Margaret Payne is there, you know, still under the chandelier. She's looking around in panic and she just makes eye contact with you at the top of the stairs, one bloody hand reaching up towards you. And there's one of these creatures that's, that's you know, swooping down, buzzing down towards her menacingly. Uh, we gotta help Maggie! <sighs> She's in Margaret Payne. <laughs> now the moment for a gentleman to shine, I suppose. And I jetpack down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Are you going for the chandelier or are you going for the creature that's about to attack her? What are you doing? I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to uh, go try to, like, intercept it before it can get to her. Yeah. And, oh, and I'm like, Harvey, lift that off the uh, the lady there, you brute. <laughs> if you're still with me. I'm running, I'm following him for sure, but do you hit the creature? We don't know yet. Well, let's 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 find out. So I think this comes down to your your thirty five percent piloting role. Uh, I'll let you use that as a combat skill. This thing is going to attack you in return, try to bring you down to the ground, so it can rip you apart with its pincers. Thirty three. Thirty three on a thirty five. Yeah. Oh my god! It's a success. <laughs> oh, but it's not a crit. Yeah. No crit. But it's a success. Let me just see. I, uh, well, I've got a success for it. I'm just checking to see whether it's an ordinary or a hard one. Ooh. It is an ordinary one. It just it just missed a hard success by 1%. Ooh. So, yeah, you slam into this thing at speed. It doesn't have a face, so it's difficult to describe it as looking surprised. But it looks surprised. <laughs> uh, so, 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 what's your what's your plan? Are you just are you, are you trying to take it outside? Are you slamming it into a wall? Are you slamming it into the ground? I am probably as surprised as it is, and <laughs> I am just gonna try to like jetpack away. I don't know if I can get it to follow me, but I, I basically want to try to like lead oh, it away. No, from you've got me. a hold I mean, of it. I you've think. got it. I mean, basically you, you've barreled into oh. it. You've got hold of it. Right. Then I just like, I, I hold it tight and I'm like, um, oh, what's something clever to say? Boys. Always the thing that you want, huh? Uh, <laughs> say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I say, well, uh, you can't always get what you want, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Something about this party has been bugging me. (laughs) I I say, fuck you, bug man. (laughs) And and as I'm like holding it tight, yeah, I'm going to try to just like drop it into a wall with some momentum, like bowl it a little bit. 
Okay, so, I, I mean, as you're doing that, I think it's going to have one chance to attack you. Because as you're holding on to it, it becomes very apparent just how many sharp appendages it has. And it's, it's bringing a couple of these big pincers up to see whether it can remove your face. Um, <laughs> how, how are you trying to prevent it removing your face? I think I'm going to try to take some like wild maneuvers with the... Like, if I see him going for a swipe, I'm going to try to, like, do a big uh, drop with the jetpack. So you can use your pilot as a defensive skill. And give that a try. 93. <laughs> okay, okay, and I got a success. So, Uh-oh. yeah, this, <laughs> this creature has brought its claw up. And oh, this could hurt. <laughs> oh, no. I think you should clip that and put it at the beginning of the first episode. <laughs> Ooh, this could hurt. <laughs> so that's six hit points of damage as this pincer closes on your face. I, I mean, it, it takes a chunk of meat off the end of your nose and there's blood running down into your mouth. Ugh. You bastard. <laughs> I say. I say. Good night. <laughs> And and with that, you said you were going to try to uh, throw it into a ball. Yeah. Okay. I I think I think it's going to try to hold on to you as you do that. So yeah, if you want to give me again your your uh, pilot roll, and I shall roll again for its sink its sharp appendages into Lafayette roll. I'd like to do a uh, just a fast talk roll to it to say, to say don't. He says it real fast, though. I rolled a zero three. Oh, I rolled a 20. Okay, so it, it beats you. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, you try to throw it away from you, but as you do so, it sinks its sharp claws and, and, and the ends of its legs into your flesh. And as you try throwing it away from your body, you can just feel multiple rips in your body as, as you know, it holds onto you for dear life. Uh, because that's an extreme roll, it does maximum damage on this, uh, so that is... Uh, Ow! <laughs> so yes, that is 10 hit points of damage. Yoke. Ouchie, ouchie. Is that 16 that you just within a second? <laughs> yes. My current hit points now are... Uh, that was 10 just then? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm down to 9. So that's good. Okay. So you're still wrestling with this creature in the air. What's everyone else doing while this is going on? Can Harvey see that happening and want to? He wants to run up and uh, punch this thing off of it, off of him. I. It's got to be quite difficult to do because the two of them are pretty much bouncing off the ceiling and the walls all around you, moving at speed. So it's not only like trying to hit a pinata, but it's like trying to hit a pinata that's actively running away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if that's the case, if I don't think it's possible, then I would help try to get uh, Margaret out from under the chandelier. Okay, yeah, you can give me a strength roll to do that. It's a 50 on a 90. You you managed to lift the chandelier off her, and she's quite bloody and bruised, but she drags herself out from underneath it and says, Oh, oh, thank you so much. I I thought I was done for there. I... We need to get to safety. We're safe. Where is safe? Shall we get a car and get out of here? 
the sorry, the car's on an option. Uh, they the, they're destroyed out there. Uh, we uh, there was nobody upstairs. That's probably the most safe place at this point right now. Uh, all right. Yes. Yes. I'll, I'll do that. And she she starts limping up the stairs as fast as her damaged legs will take her. At the top of the stairs, Checkers is uh, trying to light fires. <laughs> <laughs> well. You are being beaten to the punch slightly because you can see where these things, the ones that are armed with these things that look like cameras have been firing them, that there are bits of the wall and ceiling now which are beginning to catch fire. Oh. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, we're on their side now, so this seems fine. Uh, uh, Eldon, what do we do now? What... That's your master. Yeah, I'm looking for the uh, religion man. The reverend. Okay. Give me, um, actually, give me a listen roll. Ooh, 14 on a 50. So you don't see him, but you hear from the ballroom his voice, and it's it's loud. I mean, it's cutting through the chaos. And he's shouting in absolute fury. You idiots! You are ruining this! You are ruining everything! Come on, guys. We should go talk to the uh, the man with the collar. <laughs> I follow you. <laughs> uh, so where we're going down the okay. stairs as the injured uh, <laughs> Margaret Payne is being helped up the stairs by Harvey Warvey. I think I probably just sent her on her way because oh, okay. my my, yeah. my muff is still flying around. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she, she's going to hide under a bed somewhere. Smart. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the rest of you gather downstairs. Um, there are people running all over the place just trying to get the hell out of here. Uh, yeah, a, few, a couple of them are on fire. Um, there's, you know, so, so, there are some on the ground. Immediate laughter from the PTBP crew. Someone was on fire. <laughs> In the climax of a horror movie. Like, <laughs> a couple people on fire, some Wilhelm screams. Like, this is great. Yeah. yeah, it is exactly that. What I would like, if you're trying to make your way through to the ballroom, is dodge rolls off everyone to avoid being stampeded by the panicking people. Ten. Uh-oh. Hey, I passed. A 21 on a 25. 94. I fail. So, those of you who failed, so, sorry, was that just Mr. Soul who'd failed? Soul and Harvey Birdman. No, I passed. Oh, you passed. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Just me? Just you. Oh, okay, cool. I thought anyone... So, the rest of you are, are, are kind of weaving and elbowing your way through the panicking throng. But, yeah, Mr. Soul gets knocked to the ground, and someone's foot slams into your face as they're running off. Oh, no. And you take... (laughs) You take a grand total of one hit point of damage. (laughs) Oh, no. It was a little dainty foot. (laughs) Oh, just a little dainty foot. Yeah, it was a size three. It was a child. (laughs) But the point is, you're, you're down on the ground. The rest of you, through the doors to the ballroom, you can see Reverend Nye is just marching through the, the panicking crowd. The air is thick with smoke now, and there's more of these creatures buzzing around, these these electrical arcs flying everywhere. And you see I mean, the air around Reverend Nye seems to be shimmering. It's like he has his own personal heat haze around him. His eyes are absolutely black. 
and he just you know marches up in the direction of one of these flying creatures shouting you idiots you're ruining this you idiots and he raises his hand up and there is this shock wave of force and the the creature flies through the air impacts the wall behind it and then just splats like a bug on a windshield Wow. We should have just done that. <laughs> I see that through the crowd of legs and feet, like all through, and I'm like, "Oh my god, another one like me!" Oh yeah, I mean his his eyes are absolutely jet black at the moment, and the air is is shimmering around him with the heat. I haze. can learn so much from this man. I help him off the ground and like try to get him over to the reverend. Yeah, the reverend's standing there looking around, his face a mask of fury. And uh, as he sees you coming towards him, he just sees movement coming towards him, he, he whips around and raises his hand up again, but pauses for a moment as he sees that it's you. How do I, how do, I do that too so we can eliminate the issues? <sighs> there is no time. <sighs> We have to protect Cicero's invention at all cost. It needs, it needs to, to be shown to the world. This is such a delicate time, such a, a precious time. We need to make sure that his invention goes out there and changes the world. Can his invention help get rid of all these things? I don't know. Maybe I, I, I mean... Honestly, I don't understand how it works. This is Cicero's doing, but if you think you understand it, then... Then have at it. Dark Soul runs over and in one fell swoop grabs onto the canvas atop it and does the big <laughs> swipe to <laughs> unveil it and rolls... Uh, I want to roll C Cthulhu Mythos. Actually, Cthulhu Mythos doesn't really apply Oh, here. shit. Yeah... What you're looking at is just basically a big metal box with a number of dials and, and you know, meters on it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> La Lafayette, David, help. Science. <laughs> Science man. <laughs> this is beyond my mystical capabilities. I yell and look and see him like flying around with a <laughs> crab person on him. <laughs> if I get out of that, I've got just the thing for this. But let's, let's see whether Lafayette can get out of this. So you can have another try at at splatting your bug friend. Yeah. Can I offer help in some way that maybe I'm such a hulking big mass that maybe I can just try and get my body in the way of them? I'll tell you what. Let's let's have a dex roll to see whether you can get into a position whereby you can actually attack them, or at least attack the bug. Maybe not Lafayette. I hit an 11 on a 50. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you reckon if you get up onto the stage, you can probably, you know, maybe stage dive onto the the, the flying <laughs> clusterfuck that's going around you. Yes! <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what I want to do. Right as the okay. breakdown starts. <laughs> this is some jingle all the way shit, and I am here <laughs> for it. Could I attempt a biology roll against this creature to find any weak spots it's a science i have <laughs> science biology uh, i i think because this thing does not follow terrestrial biology you could make okay. a cthulhu mythos role Ooh, yeah yeah you should do I that don't, i don't have anything good there so um 
I guess I'll continue trying to fly against a pilot against it. Yeah, I mean, you can certainly see Harvey getting ready to join in the fray. Yeah, so I'll just try to steer things towards him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, then give me a policy roll. This would be a great time to roll a double zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 67. Damn. The good news is that... Yeah, you are heading roughly in the direction where Harvey is. The bad news is, I mean, initially they were flying overhead, but now Lafayette seems to have lost control of this, and they've ducked down a bit, and you realise that now both he and the creature are cannonballing towards you, (laughs) Harvey, at speed. (laughs) I mean, you, you have a choice about what to do here. You've got maybe half a second before they hit you like a wrecking ball. I want to try and tank the hit and grab onto him to, to pull <laughs> him down to the ground. Okay. Yeah, you can make a, a fighting brawl roll here. And if you fail, this could hurt really badly. Okay. No, Wreck me. I was so fucking excited because I have an 80 in fighting brawl, but I rolled a 98. Oh, I mean, it's not a fumble. You could spend yeah. 18 points of luck and make that a success. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I'll do. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What does that leave you with? What's 59 minus 18? You're about 41. to miss, but then you slip on uh, like a trumpeter's blood. And <laughs> <laughs> direct hit. Trumpeter's blood. <laughs> fucking clarinet is dead. <laughs> okay, so what you're grabbing hold of this thing as as it is barreling towards you, and am I strong enough? To, does that roll help me pull them and like pull them, or do I get pulled along with them? I mean, at the moment, yeah, you're you're probably getting pulled along with them. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm imagining it now as the two of you holding on to this creature, being piloted by Lafayette's jetpack. Harvey may be holding on to the undercarriage of this creature. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the creature is pretty nonplussed by all of this. And I, I think I think it probably wants to get Harvey off it at this stage. Uh, it's basically going to bring up one of its pincers and try to gut you with it. What are you doing while it does this? Harvey wants to hit this thing in the squishy part of its head that we've seen okay. pulsating. He wants to yeah. try and hit it there. So whatever maneuver I can make to do that. That's just a straight fighting brawl roll. Cool. I'm I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw up. It's an 85 on an 80. <laughs> do you have five luck? I do have five luck. Uh, you- but you'd need to get I a just- hard success because I got an ordinary success on its attack versus you, and you're fighting back here. So yeah, you'd need to have a result of 40 here to actually. Ouch! Yeah, that's not happening. Would I roll an 85? 45 yeah. luck. I've got 41. Oh. <laughs> On the price side, it's, it's obviously a bit... Oh, oh, wait. Hang on. Yeah? One of my special talents is called Rapid Attack, and I can spend oh, yeah. 10 luck to gain an extra melee attack. Yeah. Oh. Go for it. Go Hell for it. Yeah. Awesome. Come 
<laughs> but you can spend luck on this one. Okay, yeah, I can. Sp- uh, that's a he rolled 81. An 81. This is a follow-up attack, which I'll, I'll I'll deal with in a moment. But on your first attack, there you did take three damage as <laughs> it sunk its claws into you. But then you're you're punching it right back. It's still trying to gut you, so it's fighting back. So it needs a hard success here. And it's only got an ordinary one, so this time you are hurting it. Nice. Hell yeah. So give me a damage roll on that. So that, that's got to be a D3 plus your damage bonus. D3, you just have a D6, is that how you... Yeah. 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 Yes. That's a 2, but I've, my damage bonus is a D6. Ah, uh, fuck That's yeah. good. That's a 5. So 7. So seven. 7. Okay. Uh, ooh, better make a con roll for it. You punch it in the squidgy part of its head, and yeah, it goes limp. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> well done, Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> While this is going on, the other two had, you know, both of you over with all the equipment and the, the dark. Yeah, I was so over with, with dark. And Reverend Nye has come over as well. And he looks out the window at this stage. And through the the snow, sees just the burning remains of the tower out there. And, (laughs) I mean, he just stops for a moment, staring at this thing. There was the heat haze of anger around him before, but it seems to have gone up a few hundred degrees. And you can just feel the stage shaking underneath him. Did you need that? (laughs) (laughs) what happened to the tower yeah oh yeah that's crazy no one knows who could have done this (laughs) we're all looking for (laughs) who burned down the tower tower. (laughs) that's it must be those monsters that did it do you want to give me a fast talk roll like your life depends on it yeah Uh, I got a 64, but I have a 60, so I'm going to spend four luck and okay. pass. And, and so I, there is a brief moment of hesitation. And the, the temperature drops again by a few degrees. And he looks around and says, I will find out who is responsible for this, and I will destroy them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do, would you like help? No, he says, and turns and storms off the stage. Wait, how does this thing work? He ignores you and walks off. <laughs> how does this thing work? Can I try to find an on button? Luke, it doesn't anymore. Oh, yeah, because the tower. Because <laughs> literally the stuff you did. Yeah. <laughs> you were we a part of it. it up real good. <laughs> so... While the Reverend Nye storms off the stage, I mean, he almost casually flicks his hand up and another one of these things spirals and bounces off the ground. This is one that's holding a camera type thing. And as it bounces off the ground, this huge arc of electricity comes off it and shoots over in your direction. Can I have a a group luck roll? Whoever's got the lowest luck out of the four of you. I have four. (laughs) <laughs> 34 Damn. okay and with that 
the arc of electricity hits the console. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and all of a sudden, yeah, there are explosions and sparks coming off it. The, yeah, the, the, there's there's electricity now. I mean, not just the arc of electricity, but the electricity within the console is sparking away now as well. Just all this, the, the, you, you can feel your your hair standing on end. Yeah, the the air itself seems to be electrified. What are you doing? Is that did the camera thing it's like dropped by the cra- the bug guy right it is and and yeah it's basically just spinning around on the ground sending out random sparks of energy now oh okay i was gonna grab it but i don't think i'm gonna grab it well i'm gonna run after it and try to grab it okay and i'm gonna go try <laughs> to work this machine yeah my goal is to grab it and then direct it at the machine to give it even more juice and i'm gonna be <laughs> trying to press buttons that look like they do stuff and i'm well educated so maybe i read about it in a book (laughs) this new invention that it was just revealed yeah yeah this hasn't quite made it into the books yet okay fuck right sorry (laughs) okay so you're trying to you're you're trying to get the machine working what what's lafayette doing uh, now now that the creature that you're flying around with seems to have stopped fighting well if it stopped grappling me i'm gonna stop grappling it and try to bring harvey and i to uh, a safe stop and we just kind of ditch the corpse maybe try to drop it on another one of these things okay yeah yeah you can do that easily enough. You are in a target-rich environment. <laughs> so yeah, we bonk one of the other ones with this thing's corpse, and it's pretty funny. And uh, <laughs> we share a little chuckle about that. And uh, and then yeah, I see them like futzing with this machine, which now seems to be on fire and sparking with electricity. <laughs> yeah. So Lafayette's uh, eyes just get super wide, and he's like, "Come, Javi, we need it right away." He lands right next to the machine and kind of pushes checkers <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> and he starts um, going away at it using uh, computer use. This would be uh, electrical repair. Well, hey. he's, he do, then he uses electrical repair. Yeah. Okay. But before we do that, let's just deal with, uh, w- was it Mr. Soul who was going off to uh, try to grab the electrical gun that was misfiring? Yeah, doing a real hopscotch situation, trying to avoid the uh, electrical bolts flying off this thing. Okay, then give me a dodge roll to see whether you can get to it uh, without getting shot in the process. Uh, 54 on a 30. So oh. I'm going to spend 24 luck. Oh, nice. To succeed. Okay. So I'm going to go from 39 down to 15. Ooh, okay. That's what Scott likes to hear. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you managed to leap over this arc of electricity just as it was about to take your legs off and grab hold of this device. It looks like, yes, it does have controls on it that are supposed to... Uh, determined when it discharges but on the other hand this thing is very definitely damaged and it's just shooting randomly knowing that it's randomly shooting i'm just focusing on hefting it you know uh in 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 making sure that it is facing uh not at anyone who's working on the machine but at basically like at a wall until i can run over to the machine close enough to direct it into the machine and not at any of my uh new friends who are over there okay yeah yeah you can do that um 
Yeah, I don't see any reason for a roll, so you can just do that for a bit while the others nice. try to get to grips with the malfunctioning machine. Now, just as Lafayette is getting to grips with it and trying to work out how to fix this, I mean, first of all, yeah, you can make that electrical repair roll to see whether you can see how to fix this. 12, which is, I believe... An extreme success. Ooh. Okay, so yeah, I mean, you can see, you can see. I mean, if you can just get inside the works and disconnect that that red wire over there, then I mean, you can at least stop any further damage, or at least you can probably limit any further damage uh, you know, while it's on fire. I mean, it's it's going to be difficult saving the the machine because of the fire, but that that's a separate problem. But the problem is that as you reach in to do that this shockwave of energy comes off the machine and all of a sudden it's like the room gets turned upside down oh, oh shit. we could do cocaine off the ceiling yeah. <laughs> his final trick was perfecting the anti-graviton <laughs> yeah okay. yeah i mean that, that that's you know, as a mad scientist yeah clearly that's that's what's come to mind yes <laughs> this, this 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 is this has managed to reverse the graviton pulse or some shit like that yeah all of a sudden you are falling towards the ceiling fast wow <laughs> wow so it was like yours but cooler <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that <laughs> what i'd like off all four of you is a jump roll just to see whether you can land on the ceiling without getting hurt. <laughs> ha. Ouchie. Oh, wait. <gasps> I pass. A 10 on a 20. An ought one on a 20. He got an ought one. An ought one. Oh, my Bloody God. Hell. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean you, you were born to walk on ceilings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I failed a 67 on a 20. I mean, for a start, you are going to take... Huh. A big one hit point of damage as you land awkwardly on the ceiling. But I would also like a luck roll off uh, Lafayette. Oh, 36 on a 36. Oh, baby! Oh, okay. So, yes, you managed to avoid damaging your jetpack in the process. <laughs> oh! <laughs> thank God, Jetty! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, uh, sorry, Mr. Soul failed as well, did he? Yeah, I could spend 10 luck, but I only have 15. <laughs> yeah, you take uh -oh. five hit points of damage. You land Damn. far more heavily on the ceiling. And and so this is quite a high ceiling room, so you are now, like, f 20 feet at least away from the burning machine that is right above you. I, I, and, I mean, it's maddening. You, you know which cable you, you could pull just to, just to try to deactivate oh, this, but, uh, but it's, it's way up there. However, will you get to it? <laughs> well, that might be a problem, Scott. <laughs> For someone who doesn't have a jetpack. <laughs> One, two, three, take your head to go with me because you look so fine that I really want to make, make you mine. mine. Okay, yeah. So he jetpacks up to there. It's jet. Or, um, 
gives it a go anyway. I don't think I actually want a pilot roll for this because okay. I mean, you are basically just flying up a few feet. It's not like you're being attacked at this stage and it's not like you're fighting strong winds. So I mean, this is fairly basic stuff. So I don't think you need to roll for this. Nice. He nimbly maneuvers to the machine <laughs> in his kick-ass jetpack. Yeah, I mean, you've seen the wires that you can just rearrange to bypass the damaged circuits and... I mean, what what is your goal here? Are you trying to restore the this part of the machine to functionality? Not or are you trying to not are you trying to disable I'm, it? I think I'm trying to disable it, but what can I gleam of this machine's function from messing around in its innards? Give me an engineering role to understand it. Ninety six on a ninety. No, I'll spend six luck. No, I'll spend six luck. I'll spend six luck. So yeah, looking at this. You're fairly certain that it's doing something absolutely amazing. It's something that an idiot like Morden should never have been able to figure out how to do. It doesn't have a power source per se, that it seems to be somehow pulling ambient energy out of just the fabric of reality itself. Whoa. Holy shit. Simply to harvest energy or to power itself for some other end. It does seem to be what you thought, that it seems to be you know, a device that can uh, broadcast electricity or at least transmit electricity through the air. I, you give me an intelligence roll as well, just to see whether you can work out something else there. Uh, pass, 64 on a 75. Yeah, I mean, the other thing that might occur to you is this is also a bit similar to some of Tesla's weirder designs for death rays. <laughs> Can I tell... So is this thing, like, spitting out energy right now? I mean, it isn't activated at the moment. I mean, you've, you've managed to restore functionality, so you could switch it all on if you wanted to. Can I tell where the energy would come out? Uh, through the aerial. Well, Harvey, we might be able to repurpose this. I shout this down, I guess, to the ceiling <laughs> below. Um, Harvey, we might be able to repurpose this thing as, uh, well, some sort of death ray. But I'll, I'll need you up on the aerial, manning it like a turret gun. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, the way that the ceiling, now that we're on the ceiling, do I have easier access to it now? Because it was above the eaves of the window, right? Yeah, I, you'd need to clamber down, or rather clamber up to the window, uh, up from your perspective. So, yeah, I mean, you could jump up and pull yourself up to the window. I want to try to do that, yeah. There is this small matter of what happens when you get outside, whether what's happening with gravity is limited to this room or whether you might <laughs> risk falling off into the sky. I'm real excited to find out. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, his goal would be to grab onto the aerial outside there. Okay. So if he does end up falling into the sky. <laughs> I mean, if you, you you could smash your way out through what's left of the window really easily. It's quite badly damaged already. And then, yeah, if you want to try to grab hold of the aerial. Can I, uh, before I do that, can I take the pocket square out of my tuxedo pocket and just throw it out the window and see where it goes? Oh. Oh, yeah. Big brain. <laughs> give, give me a luck roll. Okay. Uh, that's a fail, a 68 on a 30. Okay, it floats up into the sky or falls <laughs> up into the sky. <laughs> okay, with that knowledge, I'm going to more carefully still continue <laughs> with the plan. I want to be able to grab onto the antenna that's 
on the outside here. I mean, outside, you can see that you know, the, the cars have disappeared outside, and you can just hear the despairing cries of a few people who've who've gone out the front door and have fallen up into the sky as Holy well. Holy shit. Oh, this is so amazing. But but you're you're clambering out carefully, holding onto the aerial. Are you, are you tr- what trying to break it away from the ball? I mean, I'm doing I'm doing what Lafayette told me to do, which was to, to try and use it and man it like a turret. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got a fixed mount on it, uh, so you'd you, I mean, in order to have the freedom of movement to use it like that, you'd you'd probably have to break it away from the ball and 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 move it around or hold it. You like seem a, like you're built to do that. Yeah. Am I able to hold on to the building and the antenna at the same time so that if I do break it free, you could probably hook your legs around the window and hold on like that. That's what I want to do. And then I want to try and try and break the antenna free of the building. Then what I want is a combined strength and dex roll. So it's whichever one is lower out of the two that you're rolling against. Okay, it's I'm rolling on my dex, which is at a fifty. And I got an odd five. Oh, but that's yeah. an extreme nice. success. Okay, so yeah, you do. You managed to break this thing off the wall and you are hanging there by your ankles. Are you feeling like you're upside down, even though you're you're, you're looking up into the sky? There are plenty of these buzzing things around you. What's Lafayette doing at this stage? You can see that Harvey is hanging on outside the window now. You can hear the crunching. Once I broke it free, I'll yell in something like, I I got it, boss! Yeah, Lafayette is is floating up um, by the machine. And he's nervously watching Harvey do all this. And he says, all right now, Harvey. Well, if my calculations are correct, uh, well, <laughs> this should act as sort of a, a death ray. <laughs> Here goes nothing. And he flips the switch okay. and turns the thing on. So as, as this is happening, what is going on with our two cultists? <laughs> Checkers is just like... Anytime, like, one of those things flies near him, he's, like, just, like, running away from it. But he's <laughs> kind of just, like, not really sure what to do and just trying to stay safe. Okay, and and how about Mr. Soul? Dark Soul is aiming this camera gun lightning bolt shooter action guy at the bugs now that are, like, still flying around. Yeah, this doesn't really fall under any weapon skill you might have. It's not a human weapon, so I'll give you the base chance, which is 20%. Cool. Uh, <gasps> I rolled a 10. Okay. Holy shit. So, so yeah, you you are just spraying electric death around this room. I mean, every now and then, when you're, you you set fire to a bit of wall or perhaps vaporize uh, one of the serving staff, but you, know, <laughs> you, you you are on the whole blasting away and killing more bugs than anything else. I mean, it doesn't help that you can't choose when it fires. You're just pointing and moving it around and hoping. Do you want to? Do you want to give me a luck roll? He's just crying again. He's really confused on whether or not this is good. (laughs) Uh, 25 on a 15. As you're firing around, one of these stray bolts hits Reverend Nye. He's he's in the process of just with one fist smashing one of these insects into an absolute pulp. And the bolt hits him. Almost immediately his clothes are on fire, his hair's on fire. 
And he just turns around. His his face looks almost inhuman now, with the black eyes and the the, the twisted, contorted features. And he, he almost seems to ignore the burning of his clothes. And he marches across the ceiling towards you, his fists raised, murder in his black eyes. What do you do? <laughs> I keep the camera trained on him, hoping for a shock to blast off soon. As I'm crying, I just say, I, I, I just don't think that you're going to believe that it was an accident. And uh, you're just too powerful. And even though I could learn so much from you, sir, it's just hopefully going to any second now blast off. <laughs> and, and he's getting closer and closer and the thing hasn't fired off yet it hasn't fired off you just have to you just, you just have to you just, you just, uh, please sir please and then just as he's about to catch up with you just as he's about raising his fist ready to do to you what he's done to so many of these flying things the gun fires off again and shoots into him and you can see it, it just blasts a hole through his chest and he slumps to the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. Okay, that one was all me. Checkers (laughs) Checkers sees this happening and like fires a shot into the dead body. (laughs) Body. Okay, yeah. That probably finishes the job off. Friend, Master, I think we're safe. I think we're going to be okay. I sure hope so. It's all up to him, and I point it, <laughs> <laughs> point it uh, at Harvey. Segway. What's up, everybody? It's Zach. Just want to pop in here real quick to thank you all for listening to the series with Scott Dorward. It's always such a pleasure to game with Scott. And if you haven't checked it out, he also ran a Call of Cthulhu scenario he wrote called Bleak Prospect for us. It takes place in a Hoover town, and it is super spooky. And if you've been enjoying pretending to be people, please consider supporting us on Patreon. You immediately gain access to 30 bonus episodes. We play one-page RPGs, do Q&A sessions, go through session zeros, and have a rip-roaringly good time while doing it. And your financial support means so much to me personally. I'm the producer, the editor, the social media person, the business boy, everything. And it's my favorite thing in the world, but I also work a full-time job and have a healthy marriage and I try to keep a decent social life. I sleep Sometimes your uh, your support on Patreon allows me to continue to spend a dumb amount of time working on this show, and I'm down to scale that up if you all are. So, season two is fast approaching. I don't have a date set yet, but while we do take a short break on the main feed to get season two up and running, we're going to do a couple live streams for patrons at every level. Yes, so we will have every single person who is a patron of pretending to be people on Patreon for the live stream, in the chat. Everybody going to get hyped for the new season alongside your monthly dose of the Den of Sin over there at patreon.com slash pretending pod. So if you don't already follow us on social media, now's the time to follow at pretending pod to not miss out on what's all happening because it's all happening, baby.
And with that, Lafayette flicks the switch and the death ray bursts into life. Harvey was looking down the end of it to see if it was on. (laughs) (laughs) And he gets totally (laughs) Cicero'd. So, yeah, you can feel it sparking, bursting into life, and then this almighty arc of power just comes out. It's only partly visible. It's less that you can see a bolt of light coming out of it, and more that it seems to be setting the air around it on fire. Holy shit. And, and uh, you know, certainly wherever you point it, things seem to be exploding and catching into flames. I'm aiming it as, I'm just kind of trying to get a feel for it, aiming at things outside the building that are flying around, just trying to get get my feel for the zappiness of it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much a continuous beam, so if you're just swirling around, I mean, it's, it, right. it is difficult to aim, and you know, these things are you know, small and fast moving. I, on the bright side, your view isn't obscured by snow anymore because the snow seems to be falling up rather than down. But, <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a choice. I mean, if you've got a higher firearm skill than Dex, I'll let you use that instead. I do have higher firearms for both handguns and rifles. Okay. I, I say this comes under rifles. That's a seven. Okay. <laughs> wow, That's an extreme. dude. Wow. <laughs> so, I, I, I think, yeah, I mean, you are against all the odds. You know, wielding this thing with alarming accuracy and i mean you're not necessarily shooting every one of these creatures out of the sky but you've certainly shot enough of them that the others are fucking right off they do not want anything to do with this holy shit fuck yeah well done harvey (laughs) good shooting chap i turn around and look at you guys (laughs) oh thanks guys oh shit (laughs) fucking half the second story of the house just like slides off and it sounds like mr soul and checkers are, are looking over joining in all this this excitement you probably don't notice the sound behind you at first but there is this deep, ominous, rumbling sound coming from behind you. What is it? And, and yeah, as you, you look around, you can see Reverend Nye's body is thrashing on the ground and, and splitting open, and something, something is coming out of it. There is this huge blackish red tentacle reaching out, pushing up through the floor. This huge claw and another huge claw reaching out as if it's lifting itself up through the ruined remains of a body that is far too small to contain it. Harvey, quick! Direct your fire on the beast! Can I have sanity? Oh, shit. That's a hard fail on that one. Pass. Pass. Oh, my God. A hundred. No. You guys are A hundred. No. <laughs> you guys are so dead. <laughs> so Harvey takes the maximum sand loss on this because this is a fumble. Fuck. So you lose 100 points of sand. What? Um, <laughs> oh my God. Was it a D100? So, so that puts me down to 33. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is a D10, D100 sand loss. So, uh, let's, let's roll then for, uh, Mr. Soul. 
who also failed, didn't he? Is, it, is that right? Yeah, I failed. Or no, 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 sorry, I, I, I succeeded. I failed. So Checkers loses 87 points of San. <laughs> that puts me at three. <laughs> Wait, for real? You still had 90? Yep. <laughs> oh, you're a shell of a man. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, you are at least indefinitely insane, but yeah, bloody hell. And <laughs> Mr. Soul loses 10 points of sand. <laughs> and yeah, can I have an intelligence roll to see whether you go into a bat of madness? 61 on a 50. That is a fail. Okay, so you are not going into a bat of madness at least, so that's something. And then that just leaves Lafayette. Lafayette loses nine points of sand. Uh, how, how much has Lafayette lost in total? Ten total. Okay, and you've got you've got more than fifty sand, haven't you? Yes. Okay, so yeah, then give me an intelligence roll. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> so you are having a bout of madness as well. So basically, the only one of you who's not in a bout of madness at the moment is Mr. Soul. What's even worse than that is that the person with the death ray hanging outside the window is on zero sand as, as, as this huge monster is filling up the room. Um... I guess I'll leave it down to you guys as to whether you want to play this out in detail or just perhaps cut to a little summary of what horrible things happened to you as a result of this series of roles. <laughs> Let's hear the summary. <laughs> I'm down for the summary. Yeah. I mean, I think between the fact that you now have a monstrous avatar of Nyarlathotep in your midst who is personally pissed off with each and every one of you and wants to turn into little bits. And you have a lunatic with a death ray outside <laughs> just firing wildly. I cannot see this situation ending well for any of you. <laughs> well, we've faced worse odds. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I think I, I'll leave it up to each of you I think to describe <laughs> how horribly this ends for you so let, let's let's go around one by one I, how, how do you think this ends for Checkers Checkers sees this uh, coming out of the ground and then just he's lost it pretty much but he looks yeah. up at Harvey and just sees nothing in his eyes and like realizes like oh we're we are totally fucked he goes to like just shoot himself to end it um, but he doesn't have any bullets left so he just kind of <laughs> lays down <laughs> holy shit L lays down on the ceiling waiting for death right wow <laughs> And he, he just kind of tosses the pamphlets around him, and he's like, maybe whoever finds me will take over. <laughs> uh, and, and how about Lafayette? He couldn't spend 30 luck to get out of this, could he? Uh, yeah. Wait, how much luck do you have? 30. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you have that much luck left, yeah, let's come back to you last then, as potentially the last survivor of the massacre on the mount. 
as I'm sure the press will call it later. <laughs> then, okay, how about Harvey? I mean, Harvey obviously is permanently insane, but that shouldn't stop you narrating a little ending for him. Well, I mean, the thing that sent him into insanity is the tentacles coming out of the floor, and it startled him so bad that he uh, fumbles with the death ray, and it just <laughs> goes bobbling all around, and it's taking out things and people and stuff he's not meaning to aim at, and he's still insane, so once he gets back control of it, he's trying to point it at the tentacle thing, but um, maybe one of those errant blasts hit the machine that was powering it on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I've got no juice to shoot at this thing. <laughs> and it's seeing me as the biggest threat right now, I assume. A tentacle comes out and just grabs a hold of me and does what tentacle things in Cthulhu do. <laughs> so I'm, imagine, I'm imagining your dying words are pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how about Mr. Soul? as the only sane person at the moment. <laughs> yeah, Dark Soul lets off one more of these camera lightning bolts into this fucking enormous creature beast that is making its way into our dimension here and realizing that it does absolutely fuck all. Oh, no, no, it, does, it doesn't do fuck all. It, it doesn't do fuck oh. all. It, it makes it angry. Ah, (laughs) so once i get its attention and make it upset uh then i uh i realize like oh i'm fucked this is over and so he crouches down at the side of checkers psychic attack him (laughs) i'll 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 see what i can do boss and he turns back and psychic attack psychic attack psychic attack And he is thrusting his mind directly into this fucking creature. Which the rule book says you can't do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can do is, I mean, you absolutely thrust your mind into it. Just don't get your mind back again afterwards. Yeah. Your mind is now its chew toy. Oh, that's even worse than your body. <laughs> and then, yeah, that just leaves Lafayette. So how, once the dust and the the screaming and the death and the fire and the madness end, how how does Lafayette survive all this? Well, I I don't think it has ended by the time he's long gone. He sees (laughs) all of his three companions for the evening just, like, meet horrible fates. He's probably still floating by the controls when the machine gets, like, um, shot by Harvey and at that moment, he just like watches in horror as as the beast reaches out a tentacle and consumes his man. As he's watching the building just collapse down around him, or up, yeah, <laughs> collapse up around him. He uh, he just sees a hole through some beams and jetpacks out of there, spending his last luck to you know narrowly get by before the Indiana Jones door closes on him. <laughs> he jets away into the night. <laughs> And, you know, I think the device has been destroyed, so there's no way of undoing the gravitational reverse that it did. And I ordinarily would ask you for a luck roll to see what the widespread effect of this is. (laughs) But you don't have any luck. (laughs) So I think as Lafayette flies out over the dawn, over Vermont, 
you can just see this <laughs> this world that has been changed and reshaped. <laughs> Fucking cows and shit floating past me. Everything that was loose has flown off into the sky. You're going to change the world? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and shall we leave it there? <laughs> yeah. 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 As as Lafayette's jetpack starts sputtering out of fuel. Oh, yeah. oh shit. <laughs> that was incredible. Wow. Holy wow. shit. Thank you so much, Scott. That was Thank amazing. You. That was incredible. Oh, man. Has anybody oh. ever tried to use the death ray as a gun? <laughs> uh, I one, one group has, oh, but they my weren't God. very successful. That was incredible. With it. So, certainly nowhere near as successful as Harvey was. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, wow God. that that was great can i ask a question sure if we hadn't fucked up the tower what was the plan that that beam would hit that tower and then do what yeah so so the basic plan was that i mean you know cicero had built this device i mean not because he was a decent inventor he was a really shit inventor as you you know, worked out but he'd found this this injured Migo at some stage and started first of all extorting it to create stuff for him and then realized that he could just extract its cranial fluid inject it into himself and it would boost his own intelligence and so he started coming up with weird <laughs> shit like that oh, shit. and so so his his plan was just simply to create a device to succeed where tesla didn't and wirelessly transmit electricity the tower was basically just a big lighthouse and you know the idea was that he'd you know flick a switch and you know demonstrate everyone there weren't any power sources up in the tower and yet you know that that light would suddenly beam with you know an, an incredibly bright wattage but obviously it all went a bit wrong <laughs> i was gonna say that's pretty mundane that's pretty dope that's pretty like standard cool yeah I mean, unbeknownst to him, you know, Nyarlathotep had taken an interest in his work and was encouraging him along because with, you know, with World War II and the offing, he decided that what would really help World War II would be if people had death rays. And <laughs> and so, you know, he was really keen on getting Cicero's invention out there into the world just in time to turn the battlefields into, you know, well, killing fields. Yeah. You kind of wrecked all that, but you did wipe out most of humanity, so... Yeah. Mission you win some, you yeah, lose yeah. some. Yeah, anyone who wasn't in a basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the deal with the preacher, the reverend? The reverend was an avatar of Neolithotep. He was oh, basically okay. you know, a human avatar of Neolithotep who was there just, I mean, he was the one who was going around mind controlling people just to try to make sure that they got the good word out to the world and bigged up Cicero's invention. Gotcha. Incredible. That's so good. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Scott, you knocked it out of the park again for us. Thank oh, you so thank you. Yeah, much, dude. Thank you so much. Oh, my, I, I've been my, looking forward pleasure. to this for a while now, and it, Same. It, it lived up to it. I've had so much fun. Good. I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I had an absolute blast running it. And, good. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and yes, I did laugh. <laughs> for those of you who have yet to check out scott's other stuff you can find the good friends of jackson elias everywhere that you find podcasts it is an incredible podcast about uh horror gaming role playing and uh horror gaming and uh horror gaming in general and horror <laughs> gaming in general and <laughs> yeah that too did i get that concise that? to the point 
we also talk about horror films and weird fiction. But yeah, you know, it's, it's mostly horror gaming. It's a solid nice. podcast. It's one of my like go-to weeklies. I'm a huge fan. So check that out. Oh, thank you. And you can go back if you haven't listened to it already. The Bleak Prospect that he ran for us is a year and a half. Yeah, it is ago. extremely yeah. good. That's why you're the only person we've brought back. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it, David Winters. <laughs> uh, I shall rub that in everyone else's faces. Uh, there you go. <laughs> well, uh, I look forward to uh, hopefully uh, playing with you on the TV again, sir. Oh, marvelous. Oh, God, you were going to take a picture of that, weren't you? Yes, we need yep. to take a group picture now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't know a body could be hollow before its blood ran cold. I didn't know that the wind could sow tissue and ragged bone You were hollow and you spoke to me Hollow and you said I thought you might be starving So I gave Devil's club and briars and dried red clay Crocus blossoms in February and allium in May Time between a mother's fingers and speed off of a bridge Restless legs at 3 p.m. While waiting for a fix Rattling my jaw.